it's valuable and it cannot be held by physical hands, it's probably worth holding on to. This is Immaterial Treasures. I'm your host, Dan Fee Parker. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to Immaterial Treasures. This is your host, Dan Fee Parker, and I am back. I know it's been a while. Um, part of my silence is just a lack of motivation. But today I have an interesting topic at hand. I'm going to talk about friendship. And the interesting thing is I'm actually in Virginia, in Arlington, Virginia, and I'm sitting in my friend Jesse's apartment as we have like warm lighting over his dining table. I've got my podcast system set up. And to my left is Jeff Kelly, who's uh, one of my really good friends, and Jesse Page to my right. Uh, and we're going to talk about friendship. It's funny because these these two individuals are probably, they probably had the most effect on me in different ways um, growing up. Jesse and I used to be in a band called Skeebies <laughs> in high school. Skeebies. Yeah, I met Jesse in high school. He had these like massive dreads and it was like, it was like orange, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a sunburst from black to orange, yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was so cool <laughs> and I was like, yeah, he's going to be my friend. He's definitely going to be my friend. And then when I got out of high school and uh, started, you know, taking my faith more seriously, I met Jeff and Jeff became like my theological friend where we would go back and forth, fight about stuff. And then we finally got on the same page on st- certain things. Yeah. B- but before we talk about friendship, I just wanted to read a C.S. Lewis quote on friendship, which I thought was quite interesting. C.S. Lewis says, friendship is unnecessary, like philosophy, like art, like the universe itself. It has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which gives value to survival. And I think that's pretty accurate and astute um in the sense that i mean without our world wouldn't crumble without philosophy or art but how much better is it with it you know um we all enjoy art music and all these other things that gives value and colors our world right and uh friendship does that and i've really experienced it with these two individuals that we're going to talk to today maybe i could start with how we met each other and then we can get into like the value of uh how these friendships kind of like you know came through like Jesse how do you remember our how we how we met uh man it honestly i remember every moment of it because back then i think i was 15 or 14 at the time and i remember being in Garfield High School and i had a select few friends whatnot and i just see this little small black kid <laughs> walking in front of a huge crowd and pretty much the majority of it was just all girls and just laughing and he stops with this huge crowd in front of me and he laughs and he says hey i like your hair i was like thanks you want to start a band i was like okay <laughs> and by next week we're hanging out and we have a band you know so that's how that's how we met yeah it's funny because the band uh my neighbor mikey remember mikey mikey was a drummer yeah. He was like literally down the street from me. Um, and then Jesse was a bass player. Actually, I, I need to make it known that Jesse's the reason why I even ever picked up a guitar because I didn't know what to do with a guitar. And Jesse's like, hey, you should probably just learn because you're always around people that play music. <laughs> <laughs> so he just started teaching me, like, just started teaching me different songs, you know, um, notes, you know, and stuff like that. And now I can be pretentious on the guitar. I'm not good, but. I I can definitely be pretentious, but Jesse's really good. I know he doesn't like to admit it, but he's he's musically gifted, and that was one I of the things. That. That's you. one of the things uh, we bonded after over. I also think we bonded over like fashion. Yeah, you taught me a couple things. 
it was mutual because I think we we <laughs> both went back out, off of each other. We were like those preppy black kids in high school at Garfield, wearing Abercrombie and American Eagle and all these other H and M, all yeah. that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I feel like that was also the, that was back like back at it and just be like so embarrassed. Oh yeah, I know <laughs> it's really embarrassing. Like we could only wear those clothes. That was probably the time when Kanye was also coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's so when he came out with. Uh, College dropout. Yeah, so it was like it was. We was almost. We were almost like excused because he came out yeah. and made it cool. Yeah. But at that point, it wasn't cool. It was like, oh, you guys are the white kids. Yeah, the whitewashed yeah. black guys. I I don't know. I mean, I th- I thought it was still pretty cool during that time. <laughs> 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 I didn't feel any shame in it because I I definitely did it. So I'm not gonna, you know. But yeah. It, yeah. We, we took it to a different level though. We did, and we had a lot of fun times, and then. Yeah, but the f- the crazy thing is, this is my first time seeing Jesse in over ten years. Yep. definitely, right? Like twelve years or something. Ten years, July twenty fifth, two thousand ten was the last time we saw each other. Wow, and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because I went on my little trips everywhere, moved to here, there, and then. But it's like honestly, seeing him doesn't feel like I missed a beat. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then Jeff, Jeff, do you remember how we met? I don't even remember how we met. I just knew. It was a time where it was somehow through church mm-hmm. and study. yeah, or, or um, youth Wednesday group, nights. With Wednesday nights, yeah. Yeah. and I just knew I was trying to follow Jesus, and I guess you were trying to follow Jesus, and somehow, either a friend or somehow we had a connection where we just liked to talk about theology mm-hmm. and just throwing questions off of each other, trying to answer um, questions that we had about God and that we were really genuinely searching, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. for answers that, that we found in, in Jesus in the Bible. I just remember with you, I like I started an argument over uh, Rob Bell. Uh, you oh, yeah. You were reading the book. You were really obsessed with Rob Bell. Yes. You were really re- reading his book, and then you were like, Hey, what do you think about this book? And I think I gave you like a side eye, like I wasn't into it as much. You're like, you don't like Rob Bell? And I was like, mm, I'm not sure. And then uh, I think you went on to, I don't know what, like you you had a turnaround on him or something like that. Yeah, because I said something about Rob Bell not being like orthodox or something like that. And then, and then I think we got like we became friends over that. But it's funny because I had both of you like, like like I I was like you guys are part of like my Christian like the beginning stages. Where like I think Jesse mm. was teaching me like Christian music. Remember mm. the Vineyard songs, right? All the songs you were teaching me and all that stuff, and and then you used to play every time we got around. Like with we used uh, to go to uh, Old Town Alexandria, and you had your Bible out, and I was on the guitar. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. Jay Rector was there. Yeah, and, we uh, just share the gospel, <laughs> and he would play music, and people would love it. People would for love real? it. It was yeah. in Old Town Alexandria. Yeah, yeah. I work on. And on King Street in Alexandria. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Old Town. And then with you, it was like pretty much the same thing, right? Like we would go out and uh, I think we met Will and all these people like through through this whole thing, like this discovery of like the theology or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, that's that's super interesting. And it takes me back. Like it's funny because we all have our memories. Like you bringing that up about the Alexandria thing. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I wouldn't (laughs) know if you didn't bring that up. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that makes it really interesting. No, definitely uh, a lot of times would buy, um, but you know, I I I find that my closest of friends, um, they're the ones that time goes by with, you know. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the ones that fade away or not really there, you find there's somebody else, you know. Um, I see them every day, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I see them more than often, more than, you know, I'd rather see my close, close friends every day, but it's not the way it is. My close ones, I there's always a year in between or some months in between. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But we always pick it back up where we left off. Yeah. 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 So what, what, what maintains a good friendship? I think uh, commitment. Yeah. Um, because it's a commit. It's kind of like a, a family, whereas a family is like you're automatically like placed into this family. Mm-hmm. So like there should be like mutual love, like expressed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like a friendship, it's like there it kind of takes on a family effect, but you show that you're truly like a friend by being committed to this mm-hmm. other person, mm-hmm. even though you don't have a blood connection with them. Right. So, but it's supposed to express itself, I think, in like a a commitment that you that's shown through love that you have for this person. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, just love <clears throat> for one another. You know, um, the type of love that you have for your friend, you know, just doesn't change. You know, love is that strong. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So it, it's it's able to last those years, mm-hmm. you know, and still be present. Yeah. yeah, I think the commitment thing is huge because, I mean, with our families, we don't get to choose them. Mm-hmm. We're kind of just born into that and you just love them through all the difficulties but with our friends we have some agency in that we get to choose who we get we become friends with right and usually it's like based on interest or whatever it is but then interest change right so it's like Mm. the commitment then then that's when the commitment comes in right because it's like if we start if i start getting interested in something else that maybe jesse is into anymore and maybe you're not into anymore like how do we maintain our friendship and it's just based on commitment right yeah uh we can we can recall the old times but we can still enjoy each other as we go like maybe through different horizons right like we're just pursuing other things um so yeah the commitment thing is huge i think it's pretty it's true and there's always something to share like i don't i don't know everything about you guys i know enough to say that you're my friend but like there's always more to learn you know Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know i just had a random thought like like kind of like what jesse was going off of what you were saying like love and the commitment and how, like, we even see, like, Jesus says, greater love has no one than this, than a friend lay down his life for his brother. Mm-hmm. And just to see that, like, love and commitment is, like, what is even essential. And Jesus saying, like, yo, like, I'm going to, that's the ultimate mark of a friend is someone who's willing to lay down their life for a, a friend, mm-hmm. you know? And that shows, like, true love, like, unselfish love that's willing to even sacrifice for, like, one another. And I think you see that in friendships because it's not always good times in friendships. Mm -hmm. You know, there's joys and there's pains. And sometimes it will take uh, you sacrificing for your friend, Mm -hmm. you know? And if they're in in a tough spot, like, you don't just bail on them. Right. You know, like right. you show that you're committed 
that you you do love them by like staying with them right actually based on that thought in itself and uh i brought up the the aspect that you can have like we can grow in different interests right but we can still maintain friends do you think you can still remain close to somebody that you don't agree with that used to be your friend like that you grew up with that's like your best friend but like let's say politically or even interest wise like you guys are just you've grown apart in those ways can you still maintain friendship yeah definitely i mean i think even the aspect of if you're thinking even as a as a family um you're not always going to agree with someone but if that love is um there Mm -hmm. you have that love for that person um you'll be angry in love with them. You know, you're, you're angry that they're doing something that you don't agree with, but you're still going to be there, you know, to catch them when they fall or to be there to, you know, remind them of whatever else, or I guess see things in your perspective in a way. Mm. Um, you know. So it sounds like the same things that are needed in a relationship or needed in a friendship. Exactly. I couldn't help but think about, like, <laughs> my relationship with my wife because, like, we she she has totally different interest in me mm. you know what i'm saying and i have different interest in her but yet i'm still gonna love her you know and i think the same goes for like a friendship you know like even a brotherhood um you can have different interests mm-hmm. and you can still be like a friend a genuine friend you know mm-hmm. so because it's not about it's not about like a feeling like feelings come and feelings go right but like a commitment or it's like a choice like i'm gonna decide to like still stick it in there with you to show you that i love you right you know and ultimately hopefully like if we have like christ in common like he's the source that gives us the strength to bear with people um in difficult circumstances and and to also offer like forgiveness and not to be bitter um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in friendships. Do you think um, our day and age like facilitates an environment where you can keep meaningful friendships? Uh, I don't think it. It's not the best environment yeah. for it. No, I, I don't. I don't think so. Not as much. I think everything more so is is superficial for sure. You know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, when you, whenever you make anything to the superficial level, you're not you're not uh, building anything. You know, um, you don't see the true quality. You don't see people's true sides. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I think now for this day and age, I think we're losing a lot of the essence of what makes a relationship strong or what makes a friendship strong. Mm-hmm. Um, that unfortunately only older generations have. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, you think you have a lot of friends on Facebook. You have like maybe like a thousand friends or something, but they're not really your friends. No. They're just they're like voyeuristic over your life. They're just looking in, you know? There's maybe exactly. like there's probably like five people you can count on your hands that you keep on a regular basis with mm-hmm. within that group, right? Yeah. So it's like a false idea of like feeling like you have all these friends, but you really don't. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, it's people that like a certain type of filter, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. certain type of picture, like the way you take a picture, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think I think it's true that our day and age doesn't really permit for genuine friendships. Yeah. 
I mean, they have this thing called cancel culture out now. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, so it's like you can be someone's friend if you do the right things. If basically you will tolerate them if they agree with you. Right. Right. But the moment like they do something that you don't agree with and you feel they should not have done that, Mm -hmm. then your tolerance is done. And you cancel this person. Right. So you're, it's like you're, you're not being tolerant of them. They have to be tolerant of, of what right. you think. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that's, so that tolerance, goes, tolerance goes one way. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Not like, <laughs> it's not like, yo, tolerance means I have to be tolerant of you. Mm-hmm. No, it says Tolerance means you have to be tolerant of how I feel. I could perceive something you did, and it's just totally based on how I feel. Mm-hmm. If I feel like tolerating what you're doing, mm-hmm. and if not, I'm just going to cancel you. Right. I don't think anyone really has even dived into that, or even you know even understands. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Like literally, that's what this culture is. Yeah. yeah. Presently. Yeah. Yeah. With some splash of superficial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cancel and superficiality. Yeah. That's no, That's true. Um what are what are what are the things that causes like a deeper bond, like that keeps the friendship going? Like what are the the moments within the friendship that you're like, okay, these pivotal moments is what keeps these two people together. You know? Yeah, I think um what Jeff spoke about earlier this evening um, when you're going through um, what an argument or a battle or a confrontation, um, I get I could definitely say the strongest well the friends lifelong friends I have in my life um, we went through some fights or some disagreements mm-hmm. you know um, where we just didn't see eye to eye or we just didn't talk out of pure anger for about a month or two months or half a year or something like that, you know. Um, but what brought us back was that love for each other, that commitment to each other. Is like, you know, this is still my boy. This is still my friend. Mm-hmm. He knows the innermost about me, you know, that no one else knows. Right. You know, so I know in the end he's going to have my back and it makes you go back and draws you back to each other. But definitely... Um, any lifelong friend I have, we've been through something. Mm. You know? Yeah. I think of, um, based on what Jesse just said, I think of, like, forgiveness. So forgiveness, I feel, is one thing that can serve to help a friendship to endure because we are going to experience in, in any type of relationship there's going to be friction. There's going to be disagreement. There's going to be places where you don't see eye to eye, where you're going to get hurt. Um, people are going to be misunderstood. And I feel like it's going to come down to forgiveness. Like, will you be able to forgive this person in this relationship? If you can forgive and if if they can forgive, right, if you do something wrong, that's going to foster um, a friendship. So I think we have to kind of like try our best to forgive offenses. 
mm-hmm. that we see um, happen because if we don't, it's going to cause friendships to end. And I know, like, two examples I can think of in my own life, like one time where an offense occurred, right, and one person was unwilling to forgive and it just severed the relationship in another time where um, forgiveness was given. And because forgiveness was given, it helped the relationship to restore, to reconciliation to occur. And that friendship can go on, it can flourish, and it can thrive. So I think I think of forgiveness. Um, and I think it's kind of, it's not talked about. I feel like... Um, enough in our culture that's willing to just cancel people like you know if you shop at the wrong store you you know what i'm saying it's just mm. so um superficial right yeah yeah it's it's really good all the things you guys have said because it's uh you're pretty much saying that like the the solidity of a relationship is the difficulty that you can overcome together right, right. um i'm sure you guys are familiar with the quote uh blood is thicker than water yeah most people don't know that um, that quote, there's more to that quote than what people quote. Like, so when people say blood is thicker than water, they say your family um, bonds is is thicker than water. I mean, they're, they're refer- referencing like family ties are, are stronger than any other relationship, mm-hmm. right, that you might have. But actually, the original meaning is blood. So the whole quote is blood is thicker than water. And the origin is the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Meaning, the family you choose is stronger than the one you're born to. Say that again. So, the original quote is, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. which And the meaning is, the family you choose is stronger than the one you're born into. Ah, the family you choose. Okay. So, the original quote is uh, is from, like, when you're in battle. Like, men in, in army, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, when you bleed with for somebody, you're in foxholes, you're trying to survive together. Mm-hmm. That creates a thicker bond than sharing the womb with a sibling, mm-hmm. the water of the womb, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's 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 interesting that you guys talked about like the difficulties is what kind of like strengthens a relationship, which and it's it's by that those things too that can also break a relationship, right? Like the difficulty can either break the relationship or mm-hmm. solidify it. Yeah, and I find that like I can say that I have a disagreements with both of you guys growing mm-hmm. up. You know, mm-hmm. I remember fighting over. Like what oil to put in my dad's car with you? Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> I, I swear we we fought all night. I was like, dude, no, that's not it. You know, like, and I and, and I know that we've had disagreements, Jesse. I just I just know we have, um, mm-hmm. because I'm sure if we didn't, then our friendships would have been easier to let go of. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like, because there's not much to hold on to. You don't have much history. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so yeah, I I do believe like hardships. I think that's true of like any meaningful relationship in your life, mm-hmm. right? Marriage, mm-hmm. you know, which Jesse, you're going to enter into that soon. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. We're willing, we're willing. Jeff is already in there. You know? <laughs> yeah. So he knows, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like what, what else could we say with regards to friendship? Joy. So I'm thinking of like things that help a friendship flourish. Mm-hmm. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking of just like, joy like celebrating um sometimes i think like in our culture sometimes we get away from like 
celebrating each other and um, just taking a moment to, like, let people know, like, yo, I appreciate that. You know, I see, like, what you're doing. And, um, yeah, I I do think we we should enjoy um, each other, and it's okay to do that. Right. Like, it's, almost like praising. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then, so if you have a relationship, and it's going to be filled with pain, it's also going to be filled with joy. But those painful moments sometimes, I feel like, are easier to go through when you know that you enjoy being around this person and you enjoy like the mutual um, encouragement that you guys get from one another. Right. So like, even like when we're arguing about the oil in your dad's car, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was easy for me to just like forgive and just keep moving on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not just dwell on that because I'm like, yo, me and Danfi like have like good times together. Right. So even if we have like a little moment where we disagree, I'm not going to dwell on that because I know there's other moments where like we just enjoy being around each other. Right. You know, but sometimes something can happen in a relationship where it just seems like the offense, we make it such a big deal. And we let like that just cloud like everything and Mm -hmm. negate like all of the other times that we've just enjoyed with like our friends. Right. In our relationships. That's true. I think, I can definitely say that, like, yeah, the joy that we that a friend can bring is really valuable. Um, and I think a friend can also point out the things that you're good at. Like, yeah. I will never stop telling Jesse he's good at guitar. <laughs> yeah. I will never stop telling him he needs to pursue that gift, even though he he doesn't want to do it. No, I don't. I don't think that's it. But you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a, it's an awesome hobby when you're really bored. Nothing to do. No, you're neglecting it. You're just <laughs> neglecting it, you know? I've seen you in your element when you are playing and singing. Yeah. Well, well, that's the difference, though. Uh, playing, guitar, playing guitar is different from worshiping, so. Fair. Mm. I'll give you that. I'll give that's you that. Good. That's good. So I'll give you that. So you could probably still do that, but I still think you should be playing. Uh, Jeff, I see you in your element when you are sharing the gospel. I remember I was making a joke with Amy. I was like, man, God forbid, knock on wood. I was like, if there's one thing that people will know when De- when Jeff is at his funeral, they will not, they will know the gospel. <laughs> you know, I'm sure everybody that comes up will say, this guy wouldn't shut up about the gospel, you know? So I know, mm-hmm. like, you love preaching and sharing it and all that stuff. You're very evangelistic and all that uh, and caring in, the, in those ways. So, yeah, no, I think I think friends can do that. I think friends can really bring out the best in you and kind of like encourage you because we i don't know like you could play guitar all day but if nobody ever told you you're good or i enjoy hearing you play then you'd be like well it's not meaningful you might not think that it's valuable right right, right. but you need someone to kind of like share in that gift and be like oh and praise you like oh that's really good or you're really good at this you know you mm-hmm. should keep you should keep doing it so yeah no i think friendship well, is that's a good that. point no, I've always said that. I don't know why you're like shocked by that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're bringing it down now. I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, I've, I've always, I've always said that, man, and I think you should yeah. keep doing it. You're very artistic. That's the thing. Yeah. So, like, musically, I, I feel like most of my music inspirations came through like our friendship. Mm. Like, we we like the same kind of bands. Right. Um, 
different things like that. So that was that was interesting. I was for those listening, I was an emotional kid, teenager. Yeah. Into emo music. It ranged. What? Yeah, you didn't know that? I was like You don't show emotion though. Uh, he was, oh he was dashboard oh, professional hundred percent. Oh man, yeah. For real? Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought this dude was like no stone cold. Like no, no, don't no. show, Early don't let November. people know. Yeah, no, I listened <laughs> Jesse and I like we used to listen to songs that guys just like they're just letting their hearts out on the guitar. Yeah. No, I used oh, to love that man. stuff. I would never know. Yeah. Ever so sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. That takes me back, man. Wow. Yeah. No, I was I was very uh um yeah, I hope my wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. But yeah, no, it was it was those those are the things that I really enjoy and I don't know. Um yeah, it's it's still I have those moments where I'll like listen to those songs again. Yeah. And it takes yeah. you back like into like the high school yeah, days. Every nowadays like wow, it's like there's that one song, like the acoustic version, you just turn it up and like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just right. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, you had, Jeff, you had an influence too, on me, too, as far as music. Because when I, when I first came to become a Christian, I thought Christian music was, or Christian rap in particular, I thought it was cheesy. I thought it was super cheesy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to listen to it because I liked my Kanye. I liked my, like, you know, Pharrell Williams, you know, and uh the the clips and i thought well that's cool that that's rap and then mm-hmm. you introduced me to like christian rap mm-hmm. i remember coming to your car and you were playing like i think you started with shy lynn and then you had some other people that you were playing and i was like i was like who's this like turn it up a bit you know yeah and i remember i was like oh these guys are they're not bad yeah like they're actually the beat is good they can flow i'm like maybe it's not so bad i just wasn't sure i just yeah. i just heard cheesy rap before then but yeah, you know, but it's gotten really good. So. It, see, that brings up a good point because friends can also like another proverb says, "Iron sharpens iron," mm-hmm. and so like friends help us, um, like on our journey, they help us get better and they help us to see things that we wouldn't see. Right? Mm-hmm. So like, let's say like if if I'm doing something wrong, like let's say sports right and let's say i'm i'm trying to do a move in in soccer i know that's your thing Mm -hmm. and like you see me like trying to do this and i'm like horrible because i'm missing something a friend can see you doing it and be like hey yo bro when you do this you should do it that way Mm -hmm. like the way you're doing it is not right and so friends like have that ability to like sharpen us they can see things that either we are ignoring or we can't see and friends can like help to make our lives like if you if you want to say it in this sense they can help to enhance our lives or to make our lives better like on the journey right and so they'll help us to see things they can introduce us to things that we may not have known like just on our own and so mm. friends have that um that ability to make us better they iron iron sharpens iron and makes that knife you know, more sharper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess that will go with those saying um, friends add value. Yeah, to the life. I guess that's one way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Add exactly. value to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on the on the last uh, last question here. Um, so, is it about quantity or quality when it comes to friendship? Quality, quality, quality. Quality. You know. Yeah, I could definitely say, and I'm sure Jeff would agree with me 100%, 
there's only one Daffy Park in this whole world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it's about the quality because, um, you know, quantity, anything can happen. Quantity, right. you have a thousand friends and all of them could be um, conspiring to against you. Right. You know? um, they could be, you know, wolves in sheep clothing. So um, quality friends is those very few friends that you know they're on your side. They mm-hmm. want to see you succeed, and they want to see you happy. They want to see your life filled with joy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say quality. Um, just want to look at this uh, scripture, Proverbs uh, eighteen twenty four. One with many friends may be harmed, but there is a friend who stays closer than a brother. Um, and in that context, like poverty um you would have friends that would leave you but you if you have one friend who stays closer than a brother that's better than a multitude of friends right and so it's the quality and not the quantity um that you have just a few deep relationships can go a long way it's better to have a few deep relationships than many relationships that only go but so far right under the surface you right. know um I feel like more people today, because of social media, have that, yeah, like a quantity, but not a lot of quality. Yeah, it's about the numbers. Right. Yeah. I mean, the number numbers, you get praised yeah. for the numbers. Oh, look yeah. how many friends they have. They're so cool. Yeah. They're so desirable. You know, like I want to be their friend. You yeah. Know? But it's like maybe they're not a good friend. If you have that many friends, you can't be a good friend. It's impossible. Yeah. I think yeah. it goes to show when you actually start looking at the comments and everyone. In the comments, obviously, it's not the friend, but they're still following the person, you know, and they right. have some negative stuff to say. Right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> there's only, you know, it, the numbers don't matter, you know, when yeah. it comes to the friends, like, you know, conspiring against you. It's true. I think I would agree with you guys. I think the quality is much better than quantity. Yeah. And it's better to stick with that than anything. No, this has been good. It's been good, guys. Yeah. Any parting words? Oh, man. It's already over. yeah definitely just i would say friendships um make them make yeah go out and make friends and like sometimes like people look at their lives and they're like dang i don't have any friends Mm -hmm. well go out and be a friend to someone yeah like that's how you make friends is you go out and you be a friend yeah you love on someone you know what i'm saying you might have to sacrifice for for someone but you go out and you be a friend and ultimately we see the perfect example of a friend in jesus christ who he went out he lived a perfect life and died on the cross for brothers and sisters who would trust in him Mm -hmm. and like what's interesting to me is that in the old testament like the Israel, they were only to look out for, like, other Israelites. Mm-hmm. Like, only other people that were part of, like, God's family. But, like, Jesus, when he dies on the cross, he died on the cross for anyone. People that weren't even, like, a part of God's, quote-unquote, family to bring them into the family. Right. And so, like, that's what a true friend is, is someone who's willing to go out to even the outsider or someone that you wouldn't necessarily hang out with 
but you would go the extra mile for so right yeah no i agree and even if uh i know there's times where i haven't been a good friend like because you're just negligent you forget you don't keep up with people like there's there's always opportunities to be a better friend you know like you shouldn't give up because you you know you have a you haven't done well in this season or whatever so I'm learning that, like, even coming home to Virginia, visiting people, seeing people again. I'm like, man, I haven't been good at keeping in touch with this person. Yeah. You know, it's like I could do better. But I think I think when it comes to friendship, uh, it's it's such a mutual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have to remember that, you know, it's a mutual thing. So it's not just you. It's that friend as well. Right. You know, it's their responsibility just as much as your responsibility. Um, um, I think that only happens if you... S- if you see yourself always reaching out to someone, they're not reaching back or something, um, then you see it that way. But, you know, I don't know. Um, it's a mutual thing. Yeah. It's a mutual thing. That is true. It is mutual. Yeah. It's got to go both ways for it to work. Yeah. And reach out to that friend, even if, you know, you haven't talked to him in a while. Reach out to him. If you have someone you need to reach out to, this is your invitation to do that. Thanks for listening.